to Alphabet Flight Encyclopedic Marvel Journey, where I go through the official handbook of the Marvel Universe with guests who talk about all the characters we know and love and have forgotten as well. My name is Jesse Cooper, and with me today is a person who, um, spins around a lot? <laughs> no, Jesse, it's uh, you spin me right round. Yeah. Right uh, round, baby. Right round. <laughs> It's Rob! Hello, everybody. So, I'm just going to get this out of the way the first part, because we always beleaguer it. We're we're doing a podcast together. <laughs> you should listen to <laughs> Well, let's get through this one before we decide we're really doing it, Jesse. All right, I'm just <laughs> saying this is a trial run. I'm not, no pressure, no, nothing, you know, nothing on you, but uh, let's just get through it, Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, well, we are talking. Mm-hmm. We are talking about someone who is known to bring people together. <laughs> are you sure that's a good segue, Jesse? I'm not so. Sh- Let me just write no. down a, a quick note about that. Hold on. Okay. A whirlwind. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, what what are we calling it, Jesse? Uh, whirlwind. Whirlwind. Wait, whirlwind. Whirlwind. Oh, this isn't going to be like a spinny character, is it? I really yeah. don't like spinny characters. Well, I mean, that's something you have to get over. Oh. It's two thousand. It's 2019. <laughs> you gotta get rid of that There's prejudice. a spectrum of people. Don't block people into one non-spinny or spinny category. Okay. Uh, you know, I, some people stand still and are rooted to the ground, and some people spin who's the, gracefully. Who's the Justice League Unlimited guy? Red Tornado? Nope. Don't like well, spinny characters. All right. Well, okay. He's a, he's like I don't know who was first, but he's like, what if Vision was lame? <laughs> what if Vision was lame? <laughs> okay, okay. What if Vision was more lame? <laughs> okay, that's better. <laughs> um, although I mean, obviously not. Last uh, what four years? Um, withstanding um, when Mar- when they did something interesting with Vision. Um. Yeah, Vision's not my favorite. Okay, so Whirlwind is an android. What? Oh, Red Tornado was the robot, right? So, so it's a spinny dude. That's really all you need. Is he a mutant? No. Okay. Wait, yes. Wait. He is. Yes. He's in the Freedom. Yes, he he's in Freedom Force. Am I right? Maybe. Okay. Uh, let me with see. With the Wizard. <laughs> Uh, Wait, you're coming up on the wizard. Oh, who gets the wizard? Oh. Wizard's technically dead. Oh. Oh, okay. Because the Squadron Supreme had one, and then there's a dead one. Yeah, but then... From the invaders. Oh, and the Freedom Force stuff wasn't until like, 19, like 89 or 90 in New Mutants. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Okay. No so wizard here. We'll, we'll, we'll get into his affiliations very soon, like Whirl within wind. three minutes. Whirlwind. So, what what do you think? What do you think this dude looks like? Uh, he's blue. No, no, he's got doesn't have a blue outfit. No, he's like the wind through my trees. I, I what? <laughs> no. <laughs> oh Jesse, oh Jesse. No, you you know this. She's like the wind through my trees. You you know this. I don't don't. You can't make me feel old on this, Jesse. I'm gonna make you feel old. Not on this. Don't put baby in a corner. Oh, oh yeah, I know that. Yeah, that's the song Patrick Swayze horribly sings on the soundtrack. It's not horrible. It's it's adorable. You need to you need to you know get on my soundtrack game and uh, listen to Black Eyed Peas. (laughs) No, no. No, it's the Scooby the Scooby Doo uh, the first live action Scooby Doo soundtrack had a, a lot of bangers on it. <laughs> that it had to have Smash Mouth, right? No, no, it did have it did have a um, no, it, it did have a it had Smash Mouth Andre three thousand song or no no really? no it was an Outcast song really? the Land of a Thousand Drums oh. which was so good no that's a good song it's so good yeah. I used to listen to that over and over again on cassette no that is that is on cassette wow that is yeah. <laughs> Now I'm feeling younger. Um, I never had that cassette. I had CDs by then, Jesse. Um, well, I was a poor kid, okay? <laughs> and they were, were still releasing stuff on cassette until I was like... Really? Huh. Uh, four, I think it t- I was like around nine. 
when I had to get a CD player. Huh. I'm trying to think of when I made the switch. I made the switch mid-90s. Yeah, mid-90s, like 95. Yeah. Yeah, well, they were still making... I didn't know they were still making cassettes past that, really. They know they were until into the 2000s. Not much into the 2000s. Well, I know they they stopped making them like two years ago, which was crazy. But apparently in some parts of the world, yeah, it's still cheap and easy to... Still a cheap and easy medium. Yeah. Well, they were still making FIFA uh, video games on PS2. Oh, crazy. For a really long time. Yeah. Is it, are they still selling the Genesis in Brazil? I heard some crazy thing like that lasted like 20 years in Brazil. Yeah, well, we, we should talk about... Okay, anyway, <laughs> yes, Whirlwind. Whirlwind. Okay, whirlwind. so I'm going to show you what, what this uh, what this spinny dude looks like. So, so describe, describe. Well, he's got... We'll start from the bottom. Okay, we'll go up. He's got... Um, what color would you say that is? Uh, very green. What's that? Well, no, like a like a green. Yeah, but like, like a, a teal, green. like a very light green. Uh, he's got. Yeah, it's it's. I would say mid range green, not light green. Yeah, but like, a, like closer to a green. Yeah, but it's a little more matted. That's what it is. It's yeah. like a matted yeah. green, light uh, matted lightish green. Uh, he's wearing uh, pirate boots. Then he's got yeah, which is awesome. He's got uh, then silver, which is interesting, or gray, um, probably supposed to be silver, um, legs, <laughs> pant legs, okay. leotard legs. He's got Superman briefs, another plus, um, okay. with a weird belt over them. It's kind of a wrestler belt with no buckle. And then he has a very bizarre version of the Juggernaut's helmet. It's more pointy, thus, and it has fins going upward out of it, like a, like a, it looks like a, missile crashed into his head from the very top with jug- juggernaut eye holes <laughs> you forgot you forgot the the oh, tiny wait, wait, saw no, i didn't get i didn't get to the accessories Jesse. Oh, yes. oh okay okay i was just talking about the main costume yeah he's got tiny little whirring saw blades on his wrists do they so, shoot out i hope no oh but when he spins they're on the outside so they cut and I think the reason why he has fins mm-hmm. up there is mm-hmm. to make like the radius of his whirlwind that he creates <laughs> like wider. Okay, that makes sense. I think that's what like that makes sense. Like it actually, it actually works. It's like putting spikes on a chariot wheel. You know, you're kind of kind of just pushing it out a little bit more than a normal put a wheel. A little bit more would. danger on it. Yeah, a little more know? danger. It's spinning. But one of those things, it's like it's like a fan, a room fan. One of those things hits something, and he's going to have a headache for like a month. Well, he see, it's it's belted very securely, both on his shoulders and underneath his arms. Yeah, there's almost an A type uh, line. I don't mean an A line. I mean an actual A shape to the uh, helmet, the way it's secured under his arms. So I feel like I feel like like what would happen is you would just have his extremely muscular body would just <laughs> he is very push the thing very muscular. Look at those legs. That is muscular. Those legs. Those legs. Yeah. <laughs> you've you've heard me say this before, but comic book comic book uh, artists know how to draw dudes' legs. Yeah. Sometimes not feet, but legs. But legs, like just say it as a person who likes legs across. The, the sp- gender spectrum. The spectrum of legs. The spectrum of legs from <laughs> from very man- masculine <laughs> to very fem- feminine. Comic book writers know how to draw legs. That is true, actually. That is true. I will give you that because there's so many characters that for some reason are either pantsless or extremely tightly pantsed. And and they tend to have good gams. Yeah. No, they do. So, they really do. You know? Uh, absolutely. From the cats, from the cats to the birds. <laughs> <laughs> from the, I feel like it's from the bears to the birds. Please, <laughs> I, I feel like I feel like uh, we need to go back in time and start calling, start calling dudes like cats, 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 cool cats. Yeah, you no, know. we got to do that. I, I like uh, old timey jargon. You know, yeah, but yeah, this I guy mean, is of not. Of course, a- you are also a, a gigantic racist so. and old. Yes. But that's go hand in hand really, a lot of the time, really. <laughs> wait a he minute. Wait a minute. Can... When did I become a gigantic racist? Because I missed that episode. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> I just blew past the uh, headline there. His real name is David Cannon. Oh, 
Okay, that sounds like a '70s cop show. Actually, I think Cannon was a '70s cop show. He he's a professional criminal. Okay. His identity is publicly known, so everyone's just like, "Hey, look, there's <laughs> David Cannon." Yeah. How publicly known? Like, a, a pub a known enough. Like Pablo Escobar, I guess. What would be the equivalent in our world, like of famous criminals? Like, don't don't say a politician's name, Jesse. I I know where you're going, or a businessman. Noted. I mean, noted, I mean, noted <laughs> war criminal. I mean, I mean, <laughs> criminal in the classic sense. Of, you know, like a famous jewel thief or Like something. a Bonnie and Clyde. Uh, yeah, but who's nowadays? We don't we don't really have them anymore. Uh, Peter Screlly. Well, no, he's a businessman. Oh, no. And he's, See, the thing he, is, I can't just name every right, white color person. Yes, that's not so. fun. No, and that's not, and it's not fun. I, jewel thieves are fun. Even, even horrible uh, drug lords from the 80s are fun, but not... No, because they're more guy. honest than our yeah, current, current white-collar oh, uh, criminals. Screlly's the worst. you think there's anyone out there with a pro-Screlly podcast <laughs> just beating the drum for how he's misunderstood? I was trying to fi- I was trying to make a joke, <laughs> but it just wouldn't come out. That's fair. It was not a good <laughs> like, setup. Whirlwind. The- Whirlwind. Whirlwind. Okay. So he's a citizen of the U.S. with a criminal record. Sure. His name is Dick Cannon. Wait, what's his name again? <laughs> David Cannon. David Cannon. I got Nick Cannon and David. I kind of combined it. Yeah. Uh, his former alias is the Human Top. Oof. Or Charles Matthews. <laughs> Noted brother to Dave Matthews. <laughs> so did he go from, okay, my alter ego is going to be the Human Top. And then he gets defeated and he's like, okay, my alter ego is going to be Charles Matthews. <laughs> and then he gets defeated. And then he goes to Whirlwind. I, I like to think that's what happened. Yeah, like he had a big CM on his uh, costume. <laughs> it's just like, my name is Charles, Charles Matthews. Bow before the mites of Charles Matthews. <laughs> Everyone looks, and like every police officer's looking it up and just like, <laughs> that. there's not a Charles Matthews in the city. Are you sure? Like, yeah. Did you come from another city? It's like It's like when a rapper uses his real name. You're just like, wait a minute. Huh? You can do that? That doesn't sound right. He, his birth of place. His birth Look, of his place. real name is not Will I Am, Jesse, okay? His real name is no, something else. It's it's William Ian Am. It is not William Ian Am. I will throw <laughs> you out a window. Oh, you're so lucky we don't record together in the same place, Jesse. Oh, I'm rethinking this whole other podcast right now. <laughs> so, uh, his birthplace is Kansas City, Missouri. Missouri. A place I used to live when I was a child. Hmm. Did you ever yes. have the name Cannon? No. Hmm, okay. Um, I did only speak Spanish at the time. Ay, caramba. Yes. My first language was Spanish uh-huh. because my mom was deaf. I was deaf and did not like to talk. <laughs> I'm sorry. So I don't know why that's me. funny, but that's a very uh, funny way to describe somebody. <laughs> Well, well, like I, I know talking of deaf people, mm-hmm. um, but uh, but um, my dad, who was Honduran, mm-hmm. taught me how to speak when I was three. Sure, um, and uh, my mom, who was mostly deaf at the time, did not like to talk. Right, and hmm. since I was, I had a three-year-old's understanding of Spanish. Most of my family is just like, oh, we'll just kind of deal with this yeah. until we have to until we have to teach them English. <laughs> get up to like kindergarten and be cool probably right no no that's exactly what happened yeah yeah i got up to kindergarten just like he could barely speak like i I, like i spoke english but like not at like a functional amount were they like where were you born and you were like aki i was was, no i was born i was born in kentucky right right (laughs) so like so like i learned how to speak i technically learned how to speak english when i was six wow like I do the base amount of English. That is harrowing. That is a yeah. Is... No, no. Really, if anything, huh. it just shows how lazy my family is. They'd rather speak to me <laughs> in Spanish than teach me how to speak yeah, English. Sure. How they just knew you'd pick it up at some point. Why bother? You know. 
well, I don't know. Maybe speak to me in English when I would need to learn it before I go into kindergarten. No, that like, just soften you up. This is this is just supposed to make you tougher, Jesse. Apparently, <laughs> I don't know. Only had a speech impediment because of yeah, it. yeah. That's so, that's God. Ugh, why did I talk about my family? <laughs> <laughs> Alphabet flight, the podcast that digs deep. <laughs> so um, uh. he is single. So we're looking Rob. to mingle. Am I right, people? Rob, Come on. I know you're looking to abandon your children and your wife. Well, with a guy named uh, Chuck Cannon. <laughs> Sounds like a kind of fellow who can really get around town, if you know what I mean. Wait, I have, what is his name? It's not Charles Cannon. It's Dave, Charles Dave, something else. It's David. It's David Cannon. Oh, Dave Cannon. That just sounds... It's got middle management written all over it. So... He was the a member of Masters of Evil two, three, and four. Oh, all the all um, the non good Masters of Evil. Former one of those were led by Eggman. Um, Again, I think I think it was four was led by Eggman. <sighs> really, he led the I Masters think, of Evil. Yeah, that's. that's I, I like. I have to look. There's way too many Masters of Evil. Yeah, well, they literally every appearance was a new Masters of Evil. So yeah. yeah. Uh, then the former agent of Count Nefaria, partner of Batroc, ooh, the Leaper. Ooh, interesting. The, the porcupine, the trapster, or... Oh, those or guys. Pacepod Pace Pete. Pete. There's no trapster. And, Don't say the T word. And, and, he was the trapster, and he's mm. currently the trapster. Mm. He should just go back to be... I, I, just, I just like it when either my president and or a villain is called Pete. <laughs> That's right. I'm going. I'm coming out for Pete Buttigieg right now, <laughs> President Pete. Uh, I think uh, I'm well, sure. Sure, <laughs> I, I, absolutely. Whatever. I'll take it. I'm. I'm. I mean, whoever's not Trump. What if he was? I agree. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, and by the way, you know, if we're alienating anyone in the in the audience, yeah, sorry, don't care. Um, yeah. What about Triple P? That way, it'd be Pace Pod Pete, but for a new generation. So, like, I think the thing is, it's like it, like it takes a little bit. It takes a little bit to say, but I think uh, paste pot, or, or you'd say like pasty or peat, peaty. Pete, no, peaty, no, peaty, no. I, I don't know. That's if you're trying to be diminutive, but you know, but most of the time it's like Pete. I paste pot Pete is. I'm very very surprised, given what Mar how Marvel's been and, and way more like allowing way more wackier things in the regular universe lately i'm shocked he hasn't gone back to pace pod pete well we have to get in touch with either nick spencer not dan slot who else writes the other uh spider-man stuff oh i don't know way's not yeah no uh slots well, out he's it's good no it, and the thing is the amazing spider-man is written really well hmm. I'm, I, I'm, I'm blanking. I'm blanking on who writes the Well, the if you're out there line. and you write The Amazing Spider-Man, please tweet at Jesse uh, at Alphabet Flight. Yeah, PacePot Pete. Uh, or if you are PacePot Pete, please uh, tweet at Jesse uh, or at uh, Alphabet Flight. So, he first shows up as the human top in Tales to Astonish number 50. Oh, Iron Man. Villain. No, 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 no. no. Oh. Uh, this is when it was uh, Giant Man and the Wasp. Oh, interesting. Okay. So uh, we have to discuss this. There's, there's no, there's no like cover piece theater. We do have to discuss this. Though. Okay, let me see. So I should have sent it to you. I'll send it to you again. Mm -hmm. yeah, I didn't because... see. It. Okay. Okay. So. So first off, it's a tells to astonish. So you know you have that kind of. Oh, he's so got the legs of a dancer. <laughs> so so first off, I want to just go. We're going to go from top down to just dissect every or of this. human top down. Mm -hmm. he, yes, mm -hmm. because there's things I have to say about every single part of this. Comic this is book this card. is a great. This is Kirby, right? Yeah, yeah this I know he does the interior. Kirby, but uh, and, probably Kirby. Yeah, probably. This is uh, again crazy perspective. Nobody's size yeah. matches up at all. 
Well, especially since it's a giant man well, in the walls. But, but even look how tall the guy in the purple suit well, would have to wait, be. Wait, first off, we're going from the top okay, down. Okay. We're going to do that. Okay. okay. First off, I like the Tales to Astonish uh, title. It's, you know, they, they do that like little spiky mm-hmm. thing and, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's nice. Oh, plus it's the, nice. Uh, the box, the price box or whatever they call it. That is great yeah. art right there. It's giant yeah, man it's holding great. the wasp in his hand. Oh, it's great. Yeah, it's it's pretty good art. Mm-hmm. Uh perfectly somewhat misogynistic. A little bit, it's cute, but, that's, but also you know, yeah. You know. Um and then you get uh so this is the first time I saw them break up the title like this. The giant man and the wonderful wasp battles, and that's in a box thing. Yeah. With like four different like fonts. Yes. And then or I should say typeface, sorry. Font is size and typeface. Oh my lord. Um but and then it says battle, and then there's a dotted line that goes diagonal, mm-hmm. then over the unbeatable human top, and it that's in like a circle in the top to the it, side. And I mean the typeface of the uh, word top is little spinny wind uh, things. It's pretty pretty great. Yeah, it's the tops. Yeah, I, I, I like it. Yeah. I like it. By the way, this is going to be on the the Twitter and stuff. Yes, go to Alphabet Flight on Twitter. Yeah, and Alphabet Flight and um, it's Alphabet Flight. Just go to Alphabet Flight on Twitter. Uh, okay. Yeah. So then, and then, so now we're just reading this like a traditional page okay. because it says a lot. Yes. Okay. So interior. You see, Giant Man. Interior clothing store. Yeah, interior clothes. Like you see, Giant Man. It looks like almost like. He was, he's like trapped in the phantom zone and yes, trying to reach yes. out. Yes, he looks trapped in a box. Instead, he's supposed, I get, he's supposed to be outside. And we're looking at him through the door of the store, doorway of the store. Which, you know what you could do, giant man? Shrink. Not be giant. <laughs> yeah, regular sized man. Be regular sized <laughs> man for a goddamn second. <laughs> he really, really, it, it, it does it all the time, except when he needs to. Be slightly bigger than normal, man, and just block the door. <laughs> and he's reaching Instead in. Of- so here's where the perspective starts to go wrong almost immediately. Because he's reaching in. He's clearly giant man from the way that he's framed in the door. And his hand is reaching into the store because you can see the shadow extend into the doorway. But it would be a tiny little hand compared to the rest of him. It's not a big hand. Well, what if he's like standing like kind of back? A little bit more back, and he was just like, "Oh, I'm gonna get you, Matar Top. Uh, <laughs> he's, I'm gonna get like he's you." He's just pretending to kind of get him like little T Rex arms, like, oh, "I'm gonna get you." Uh, uh, I don't feel like getting up right now, but I'm gonna totally get you. But his hand would be tiny if he stood up. <laughs> it's it should be bigger if it's closer to us, not smaller than it proportionally <laughs> would be. Well, but then, but then, like, if you look between his, if you look between his crouching legs, you see a trail of the human top, <laughs> it's a, and it's like a green trail. Yes, a green trail. It, he's pure redding of, of green wind. It pure redding. He the is. Entire time. By the way, his pose that is a pure on dancer point. pose. Yes, he is on point. On as point. Well. His arms are up in an arabesque kind of move. I believe is the term. I might be wrong. <laughs> Apparently, apparently had so much respect that it went around the wasp. Yeah, who is a little bit bigger than than normal wasp. Yes, another size issue because she's kind of in this like size of a toddler. I'd say a toddler. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She's got the weird helmet though, so I like that. The, the weird. Yeah, and the antennas. But he, that do nothing. Would you say that the human top? That's his name here. Is the human top's um, figure is rather. Uh, uh, feminine in this, especially the way Kirby draws. Um, like if he if he stopped and it was Medusa, would you be shocked? No, like honestly, yeah, like for what how like mm-hmm. uh, well, actually, you know what? I, I'm gonna take that back because mm-hmm. if you look at how he normally draws like men, yeah, as well, they tend to also be very nippy. <laughs> At the waist? No, it is true. Look, you can see it in this. The uh, the yeah. guy in the suit in like, the background has uh, he's got a tight waist. Yeah. So, so I think it's just like that's how he yeah. calls like okay. slim that's people. Fair. Yeah, we're just very different from you know John Romita or other other artists of the time style. Like it, it, there's the line is a little bit cool, is a little bit thinner. Yeah. 
Yeah, they, they, the, they've cinched those belts tight in Kirby's yeah. world. So, so uh, then we're not we are not even to the busy. We're part. not even in the store part. So this is we're all happening. The By the way, okay. the size of the hu- human top is also completely wrong. If she is toddler size, he is like eleven year old size. Well, okay, yeah, she he's about like twice as long, not big, but not hu- not not normal grown man size compared to the well, other characters in the picture who who are. We'll, we'll, we'll know first. Nope. In the red smack dab in the middle. Okay. okay. Yes. And this is not on a majority of the page. Like, I've looked at a lot of these covers. Mm-hmm. I have not seen this. It says, a Lee dash Kirby Marvel masterpiece, exclamation point, in like one of those spiky red bubbles. Yep. I Like, I'm not joking. That it does not show up mm on a majority of the covers. Majority, correct. But I have seen that before. I think No, I've seen it before. It's just it's kind of weird that they decided to plop it in the middle of a very busy Well, cover. they knew that the human top was going to be the character sensational well, character find of nineteen sixty whatever. Well, I you say that jokingly, I have more things to say okay. after this. Good. So then, so on the store part, okay, yes. like he's in this store. So now he's you have yes, he and the wasp are in the store. So you have four, you have four men. They look of various ages. Yeah, it's, it looks like a men's shop. Yeah, like a not a not necessarily like a haberdashery, mm. like not like a fully men's shop. No, I mean, but like, there are which, suits. It mostly looks like men's wear like of the day. Yeah, it's like a it's like a men's wear. Looks like they have like a changing room. Yeah, maybe like a Joseph like A. Banks. Or men's warehouse yeah. of the like, but I a would small say, I would, neighborhood version. Yeah, it's not. It's not like one of those where like they sell like men stuff and they have like a humidor in the. No, 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 like no, a, no, no. It's no. just the clothes. Just the clothes. Yeah, just the yeah, clothes. Maybe not even shoes. Just clothes. Uh, so like one person who looks like he's giant. Yes. So that's the that's that's the biggest problem. The guy in the purple suit. Yeah, he looks like he is. For, like he has to be at least eight foot. If tall. he's because he's leaning up against the glass counter, and if he stood up, he would be eight feet tall, easy. And he looks like the yeah. vulture, which is a weird thing. He makes me now want an eight foot tall skinny vulture as a character. And also, also the way that it looks, it looks like the camera is like kind of tilted upwards like maybe like a again the angles do not make sense but the angles do not make any sense because no, the uh, characters the way that the guy they're two characters with their backs toward us that would have to be standing on a different plane as the two other guys because the angle of their outfit comes at a different plane than the angle of the floor so it just doesn't work but it but it works because it's kirby no, even the counter yes. though it looks like it's tilted. It everything looks tilted because everyone's standing like the room, like the cover is completely vertical, but the POV shot of the of the of the art is not vertical. It's very, it, I, I mean, I, it's kind of it's crazy, but it always works because Kirby is such a great artist. The the energy yeah. and the motion and the wacky and the craziness of it, it always it always works. But when you break it down, you're like. I don't know why it works. It's it's crazy. There's crazy stuff here. And I want to and I want to um you know the the person in the center, pretty much the center of the frame. It's this man Scared with a very guy. nippy waist. Yeah. He is very yeah, he's uh he, he's felt. He's a foppish. He looks felt and foppish. Yeah, his his suit jacket looks like it has a belt, right? Yeah, well, I don't think it does. I think it's just cinched. Uh, but with like, what? You know. Uh, I think it's just I think it's just well tailored for his body type. Very well tailored. Okay. Yeah, and like you know, it's it's just like it's a lot going on on this cover. Mm-hmm. Like, and that's the center focus. And that's the center focus. Like like you're like pretty much like if you follow like the lines of motion, so you have giant man pointing towards towards like the wasp and the top, and then the top guide you to the bottom <laughs> where you see like these two men From the top to the and bottom then, and then and then and then like that kind of leads up the counter and then he's like right in the middle so if you follow the action it all goes towards that man yeah it would it would not be surprising if like the man had a thought bubble being like how am i going to turn into daredevil when this is happening like he like he's he should be a character in it and you're never going to see him in this story yeah, but I know we spent a long time talking about the cover. Oh, it's a great cover, though. Please look. But, 
But look at it. So first, so, so, okay. So you think, oh, the human top. How, how would that like keep on being a thing? I don't know. I hear he's unbeatable. Well, guess what? Apparently he goes so fast that he's impossible to catch. In the next issue, Hank has to continue to push himself in speed trials. Will he ever be fast enough to catch a human top? Oh my god, really? So they really were trying to build up the human top. Yeah, huh. so, so, and you think, oh, okay, two part, a two-parter in Tales of Astonish? That makes sense. You know, maybe they're trying to, like, hard yeah, sell Yeah, what, what's the longest story? 16 pages? No, not even, maybe. No, not even that. Yeah. They have to, they have to smash in, like, four, yeah. four stories. Yeah. Like, like a text story, which is probably a few pages long, and, mm-hmm. and a couple of drawn stories. Yeah. And then, and then you're just like, okay, you know what? He finally, finally, you know... This is this is the time he catches the human top. Well, guess what? He then then like three issues later. So no, four issues later, after fighting uh, the Black Knight, the Porcupine, and um, El Toro. <laughs> El Toro. Uh, he then then he fights the human top again. Wow. On fi- so, like, he fights some odd 50, 51, and 55. Huh. The human top. Whirlwind. And, and apparently, apparently, the human top, like, it's just, can be, like, apparently he could just, like, spin so quickly. He has, like, the same, he's as big as a human, uh, I mean, as big as uh, Hank Pym, as Giant Man. Oh, what? Huh? Yeah. No, it says, back again. More dangerous, more elusive than ever. How could uh, the human top be beaten? I can't. when he when he too can grow as big as a giant. I man. guess it's did he still the s- wind he still kind s- of forms a body around him. Huh. Also, also apparently it f- is featuring America's new sweetheart, the wonderful wasp. <laughs> I do love how they used to have like pinups of the wasp in like today's fashion uh, in the old books. Oh. Yeah, it's because you're a pervert. I, no, no, it's so kitschy. I love it, and I'm a pervert. No, I, I can be more than I'm one joking. thing. I contain multitudes, Jesse. I'm not you could, just you a could pervert. Be pro, you could be pro-slavery and a pervert. I can be a pervert who is anti-slavery. Thank you, and a pervert. Wait, did I say that twice? Yes, because I'm a pervert. I'd rather be known for that, Jesse. <laughs> But I'm just saying, like, and I know we've spent a lot more time than we should have on this, but it it astounds me that it had so much staying power that they would bring him back, like, yeah. two more times. Yeah, no, human, he's, he should be like, who's the guy with like, the big wheel? Oh, the big wheel? <laughs> he should be, like, like, one cause issue. Because, like, like, the stealth to astonish, like, most of the time, like, what they would do is, like, they would have, like, maybe they'd have, like, a two-parter. Yeah. For like a for like a character, they were really trying to hard sell. Right, but it was always the hard sell. It was your testing ground. It's where you made your crazy characters like the porcupine, and then if people wrote a letter, you'd be like, okay, put him in Spider-Man next month. That's all it was for. Yeah. But they really pushed this guy hard. And that's within five issues. Huh. That's within like a reasonable amount of time for like a kid to still remember that's five that it's months a absolutely that's yeah that's like yeah. they could have easily gotten it like even if they skipped one or mm-hmm. two like off the spinner rack they could have easily gotten spinner it. <laughs> <laughs> oh jesse you're really hitting them all tonight but it's just it's just kind of weird and this is like right before like they started doing like hulk incredible hulk and giant man like backup story yeah. like a hulk backup story hmm. with yeah, uh, Tales to Astonish has a very interesting um, trajectory. I often get, uh, and I know it was, uh, it, I often get it confused with Tales of Suspense and um, Journey into Mystery. Well, Tales of Suspense, Tales of suspense uh, was, yeah. Tales of Suspense was mostly Iron yeah, Man. That's why I get confused, and, yeah. Well, Iron, so Iron Man, Human Torch, and Captain America. Yes. If I remember correctly. Nah. And Tales to Astonish was a lot of ant-man hulk, hulk yeah some mariner yeah and then journey yeah. into mystery was thor was basically thor and all their yeah like, once they hit upon thor they pretty much just moved it all to that <laughs> yeah but we're gonna actually talk about the character yeah so now. we're back to chuck connors um phil no. connors 
No. No? Dave Cannon. Dave Cannon. Dave Cannon was born a mutant with the oh. ability to move his body oh. at great speed. Okay. I thought he, I, I thought it was purely a suit. Yeah, thing, I would have thought so too because they're not you know for for there's not a lot of mutants that aren't directly X Men characters. Also, why did he get to keep his powers <laughs> after no more mutants? Like, cause he's still around. <laughs> like, why did he get that to keep his great powers? Point. How many mutants? What was the number that they were it down was to? It was 198 for a long <laughs> what time. If that was so, like, wait, did I'm gonna look this up. I'm gonna look on his thing. Did he lose his powers during after House of M? They've gotta they've gotta have if it was one yeah, it was the 192, that's right. And so you, there's at least 60 of them we have to know just from various stories, right? Because you've got the yeah. people who appeared in X-Men, X Factor, X Force, whatever books were going on. So I mean you gotta be able to do it. Probably maybe even more, maybe like half of the characters from that. So that means out of the few slots left, Whirlwind <laughs> happens to get one of No More Mutants is really dumb. Sorry. I said it. So I, I liked I liked it a little bit. It, it should have lasted six months and then be rever- been reversed. Let's see. Decimation is uh, – the this, this decimation uh, thing is telling me some things. Let me decimation. look. Decimation is after I'm done. Okay. Um, I'm getting my world, my events world. all kerfluffled. When is the kerfluffle? Was that uh, after Acts of Vengeance or yeah, before? Yeah, that was after Acts okay, of Vengeance. okay. It was around the time Water Wizard was fighting uh, <laughs> fighting Hydro Man. Oh, so no, what happened? Was just this. Um, he was on mutant growth hormone. Apparently, wait. <laughs> Around the time that no more mutants. I remember happened. when they made mutant growth hormone a thing. Yep. Yeah. No. Apparently, he was on mutant growth hormone around the time House of M has started. That was a Peter David thing, I mean, wasn't it? I mean, no. Sorry, I, I'm. I don't care at this point. Let me finish my thing. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, so, Let me just hold on. Hold so, on. I gotta make a quick note of that. Okay. Let's see. Okay. Okay. So, Time code. Thank you. He was on. He was on mutant growth hormone when M Day was happening, and it just let him <laughs> keep his so powers. He powered on through it. Good for him. He powered through it. He he took a he he was spinning super hard, and he <laughs> kept on being able to spin That's hard. That's awesome. So I, now I respect so, yeah, you, Whirlwind. He World was Wind. one of he's one he was one of the one ninety eight. One ninety eight. Got to keep his That's powers. One ninety eight. That is. That is unbelievable. Good for him, though. But forgive me for thinking that it was a suit-based power. Yeah, no, Please. I mean, because there is a the Iron Man definitely has a spinning v- villain, right? I does Crimson Dynamo don't. spin? No, he's just he's just big, strong. He's just a no. He's he's just a Soviet version of him. Yeah, a little bit bulkier. Somebody spins. I know Iron he, Man has a spinning. I, this is gonna drive me. Well, you can look that up while I'm there. <sighs> all right, all right, go on. Okay, so, yeah, he basically, as a child, he learned that he could never be dizzy when he spins. <laughs> Which is, honestly, great power move. Like, if you're on the playground, be like, I bet I could spin longer before puking. And then and then you just do it forever. You get all the gumballs and nickels. Oh, Whirlwind did fight Iron Man. Okay, at some point. Hey, um... And he could even make himself like nearly untouchable by spinning in a tight circle like a top. He uses natural abilities at first, like as a bully. <laughs> so as a bully, so basically as a child, he he got his mutant power early, and then he was just like, "I'm gonna bully people with this." Watch me spin. <laughs> and during his during his teens, I don't get uh, as dizzy. a petty criminal. It's not even so. Is the first thing it only says he that he couldn't get dizzy. It doesn't say that he could spin incredibly fast. Oh, well, he can make himself nearly untouchable by spinning in a tight circle like a top, which means he would have to spin at least quick enough that it would <sighs> be extremely hard to touch him without hurting yourself. Imagine if you had that power, but you did not have the ability to not feel dizzy. How sick you would constantly oh, feel! Oh my god. You would basically give yourself shaking baby syndrome. You'd be spinning and throwing up at the same time. (laughs) It would really throw off the heroes. So maybe it'd be a plus. (laughs) 
Well, I mean, I I would never want to fight someone <laughs> who's just like spewing puke like in a circle around them. I'd be like, fine, take it. Like Christ, <laughs> the motion sickness. As a teen, as a, uh, and also as a petty criminal, he found that uh, he found himself legitimately in the legitimate employment of a circus performer. A professional record, uh, wrestler, and hmm. finally an ice skate competition. Oh well, that would competitor. that would be a given. I mean, he could do so many spins. Absolutely. So, so like, so basically, he was just like as a teen, he was just like, I can make like actual money by, you know, being a circus performer or professional wrestler. I, I, lo- I like it when I like it when mutants can make money off their power. Yeah, that's why I like uh that's why I like a glamour and illusion a lot. They like they're both they're both mutants who just use their powers to be magicians. Yeah. Yeah. I, that's I it. like that. I think that's that would legit happen too. And you know. Yeah. Especially in this gig economy <laughs> because us cuz us millennials like to hustle because we have to cuz you can't find a gainful <laughs> employment. Because because we're taught hard work is all you need whenever our grandparents just had to find a work with no degree Mm -hmm. and they could still make enough money to support a family of four on a single person working sure okay okay uh so his talents were noticed by small-time criminals operating a betting syndicate then he was Fixing races for them. Oh, sure. They were betting on the uh, figure skating. <laughs> no, fixing races for like of what races of what horse race horse racing probably. How does this spinning help? But no, but that, that's what I'm think. I'm trying to think of this because okay, so he's spinning okay really quickly, mm-hmm. and he punches a horse <laughs> no, the horse goes faster <laughs> is that what you're wait i want to make no, sure no, i'm getting no, your no, proposal correct no no you're fixing no oh, you're fixing it so no, you're killing the horse jesse that's a difference <laughs> no no well that's one way to fix it no he's no, got to like, start the race at least uh no, no you have to no because to, to fix it mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it would imply that someone who is supposed to win with like low like someone who's Someone is who's supposed to win is someone who has a high ratio. Right. It's supposed to win instead of the what the favor, favored right, winner. Right, right, right. So you either talk to the person who is the jockey and say, "Yo, I'll give you some." Or money. the horse. Let's let's not or take the, the horse. horse out of this. Well, you can talk to horses if you are the right yeah. people in Marvel. Yeah, universe. it's Marvel universe, and horses need oats. But but like. I don't understand why he would be fixing. I I don't understand why he would be the guy that I'd want to hire to be like, hey, we need to fix some real horse races. I'm going to hire a guy who spins really well. So, like, let's say it was car races. Maybe. Again, again. I don't know. What is he supposed to do? What about, could you bet on wrestling matches back in those days? No, no. This says specifically races. Wait, it doesn't say horse races. No, it (sighs) says races. Okay, okay. So hmm. the only thing I could think of is horse races. What about track meets? You know, do, are degenerate gamblers uh, betting on high school track meets at this point? I don't know. <laughs> That's the thing. I'm so confused. What's his next job? Maybe that'll give well, us a hint. What well, happens when next? The cri- when the criminal warned him of possible police investigation, he scoffed. I'm imagining, ha, <laughs> and decided to use his own talents. For for crime for for crime flamboyantly. <laughs> that explains the pose on the cover. Uh, he designed himself a costume and dubbed himself the human to- uh, top. I keep on wanting to say torch, yeah, by the way. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, a top, and then he embarked on a series of heist of jewelry and department stores. Oh, like like the cover is kind of a men's yeah. Uh, store. Yeah, it fits in. Dr. Henry Henry Pym, or as I like to call him, Hank, because Henry is a nerd name. <laughs> Nerds! Um, he's known no, known as a giant man, mm-hmm. uh, read of his exploits, and decided to bring him to justice. Oh my god, he's that bored? He's that bored that he's reading the paper and looking for enemies to fight? I guess. 
Avengers um, need to up their game back then. Jeez. With the aid of his uh, partner, the Wasp, wonderful he Wasp. Yes, the wonderful Wasp. She they they captured him. Okay. That's what That's happened. That's what happens they, in they this issue. Out of the c- issue yes. city. City, yeah. Hmm. On three other occasions, the human top clashed with uh, Pym as a giant yes. man. Third time, he redesigned his costume to enable him to fly for short distances and kidnap the wasp in order to lure Pym into a trap. This is uh, I, I don't like spinning characters, especially when they're flying. I don't like it. Again, it's 2019. It's two Tasmanian devils, what it is. I, I don't like uh, it. Ken, and, and I've heard you go on these tirades before. <laughs> I know you don't like Tasmanians. Pym still managed to thwart him and then, turn, and then turned him over to authorities. Sure. After serving a prison term. Why would he uh, serve a prison term? He's a mutant. He doesn't need a suit or anything. How did, how did mutants end up in prison? I don't that, know. Think you should be able, unless you're like Beak or something, you should be able to pretty much get your way out. And I mean, and I again, like I feel like I'm a very, uh, fairly left person who feels like you know everyone deserves freedom up to a certain well, point. But Beak is an abomination; it needs to be destroyed. <laughs> <laughs> but he found love with the creepy with Angel, Angel Girl, Salvador, who also needs to be destroyed. Oh, oh now, now that's. <laughs> I don't. That's not body positive, Chelsea. That is uh, not uh, sex positive. I don't. I don't know if I uh, how I feel about this. But I will say that. Um, oh man, I had a really great point about the human top, and now I I had to mention beak. Damn it. Yep. That's a, you always get. You always get in this trap. You mention beak and forget it's everything. A beak trap. <sighs> After a prison term, he settled in Lower Manhattan and refraining from criminal activity for a I time. mean, he didn't stop spinning. That's just in his blood. Oh, That's who well, he is. But, yeah. yeah uh, pra- s- s- practicing a new fighting technique using his spinning ability, hoping to like find a <laughs> fresh start. spinning really fast with your fist out. <laughs> hoping to find a fresh start with his criminal career, he devised himself a new suit and called himself Whirlwind. That that is um, a step up. This is a reverse Pace Pod Pete situation where the name is the, the more generic name is better. Yeah, he sought revenge upon uh, upon Pym and the Wasp uh, for humi- for the humiliating defeats he suffered at their hands, but decided to proceed patiently, mm. creating a false identity of Charles Matthews. He acquired a portfolio of false credentials and hired Janet Van Dyne as her uh, was hired by Janet Van Dyne oh. as a sofer. Oh. Thus gaining access to the Avengers Mansion's garage. Wow. Then he bro- then he broke into the mansion and trapped Pym in the wasp inside an ant colony that Pym was studying okay. and planted a time bomb nearby. Oh, wow. Well, that's, he you really did what? plan this out. Good I job. know, I'm a little impressed. That is, that's more thought than most people put into their wow. I'm going to become, like, a, well, he was in prison, so he probably thought all this out. Kind of like an Ocean's 8 situation. I just watched Ocean's 8. It was, it was enjoyable. I haven't watched yeah, it. She, she comes so. out of prison, spending five years thinking of a heist, and then it happens, and it's pretty entertaining. Oh, no, well, maybe I'll yeah, watch it. Yeah, I mean, it's nothing deep at all. Well, I mean, I, enjoy, I, like I enjoyed Ocean's 11, 12, and 13. Yeah, I'll go with, I'll so. give you 12 and 11, maybe. No, 13 well, has its I, moments. Yeah, I'll give it. No, I, I, can, no, I enjoy it. Like, I'm not saying they're, they're masterpieces, but I enjoyed it's, watching it's, them. I agree, actually. It's light, frothy fun. Watch Ocean's Eight. Yeah. I, I will. And, and um, why am I talking about Ocean's Eight? But Anne Hathaway is legit funny in it too, which is not something I would normally say. So basically, Pym managed to escape okay. and warn the Avengers about the bomb, and then like Warwin like fled the fled the mansion and managed to elude the grasp of Quicksilver. <laughs> wow! And, so he's fast. Okay. Yeah, gotta go fast. Oh, oh, wait, <laughs> wait. If he could just run fast, he would be Sonic. Because Sonic could spin fast and run fast. So if you just, if you just, if you could, if you do like an amalgam, 
if you do an amalgam universe, but only with Marvel characters, you could find Quicksilver and Whirlwind, and then they could become Sonic. You know, I wouldn't have as much a problem with spinny characters if they spun forward. I find that to be more uh, believable than people who spin around. I don't understand. I, I, I don't get the spinning yeah. thing. Your eyes. How do you see? Like, uh, what? What? What the hell? It's part of his mutant powers. But does that? But what does that mean? He can spin really fast. Who has a mutant power like that? A lot of people. A lot of people <laughs> do. Like, I feel like you're taking a very anti-mutant stance. No, it's anti-spinning mutant. Listen, they're not all bad. Again. You know what? And that seems I mean, like a very thin line. I don't line. want my child to come home with one of them, but they're not bad people. So Whirlwind was invited uh, to join the Crimson Cow, which was Ultron 5, and the Claw, Radioactive Man, and the Melter, and the second Masters oh, of Evil. Okay. Um Then the Masters ambushed and took the Avengers hostage, but then the Avengers, Avengers sure. escaped. All the Masters are rep- apprehended except for Ultron and Whirlwind. Oh, hey. Um, Again, good on Whirlwind. Maybe uh, maybe there's something to what? it. What? Oh, he was still Janet Van Dyne's chauffeur for several years. Wait, 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 wait. So she, they never found out that the chauffeur was they, Whirlwind? No. <gasps> Interesting. Now I'm yeah, more interested. And he, and, and he was trying to devise a foolproof scheme to steal the Van Dyne fortune. He avoided taking unnecessary risks, preferring to join other criminals in their capers rather than initiating a result. Right, because they'd never be like, oh, that third string guy on the new Masters of Evil, hey, he kind of looks like my chauffeur. No, they're just like, hey, it's that guy. Huh. Well, um, Whirlwind teamed up with Batroc, Porcupine, and Porcupine for a mission for the Red Skull, and then rejoined, and then rejoined with some of the Masters of Evil for a minor skirmish with the Avengers in Vermont. Um, it sounds like a John Byrne written issue. Then he finally got another chance for revenge upon Pym when Pym was trapped as ant size, but he could not succeed in killing his old friend. I mean, enemy. <laughs> they had really, a lot of con- was it, a- Maybe they were chatty with his, their chauffeur, you know? Uh, after after that, Whirlwind restricted himself to group endeavors once more. I like this guy. I came in because, like, you know, I kind of had some affection for him for like the for run for a run that he was uh, very president in the astonishing uh, Ant Man okay. with Scott Lang. But like, he's doing it right. I I gotta say, I kind of like he's this doing guy. It right. He keeps it on. He keeps it quiet. He still he does his crime. crime, but he realizes I can't be the guy up front. He's not a megalomaniac. He just wants some money, wants some revenge. Okay, I get it. But uh, yeah, I like his. I like the way he works. But do we get to the? Do, do we find out what happens to his chauffeur persona? Um, uh, very okay, soon. Okay, there's two I, more. Paragraphs. I am intrigued. After that, whirlwind restricted himself to group efforts once more. By the way, uh, I tried that in college, living- and it got boring fast. Uh, he joined with a living laser and the original Power Man, who is Goliath, and not the not Goliath, the other, not the Ant Man Goliath, when he was trapped like ten foot tall. Right, not um, not right. Johnston, his last name is like Johnston, <laughs> but it, it's it's one of the other like guys who can turn big. <laughs> There's another. I uh, don't have a problem with those guys. I don't have a problem with mm-hmm. them either. Uh. Uh, to work as Count Nefarious henchmen, they they were sent to jail after a brief clash with the Avengers. Okay. Uh, he was freed by Egghead, who wanted Warwind to join his Masters of Evil. And guess what? I did remember my versions of Masters of Evil, and it was Eggman who did number wow. four. I don't. That's not. That is your mutant power, and that is not useful. Still, somewhat stir crazy from confinement, he disobeyed Egghead and prematurely attacked the Avengers. Hmm. Leading to the Master's early defeat. That doesn't sound like the whirlwind I know and love. I'm a little disappointed in him. Well, he managed to escape months later 
at his high school reunion no. encountered Iron Wait, Fist. Wait, what? Hold up. And Whoa. to leave the ski- Okay, first off, Whoa. let me fucking finish this sentence. Oh, I can't, Jesse. I can't. Let me finish I'm this a sentence. Heart from- what? He managed to escape. However, months later at his high school reunion, encountered Iron Fist and managed to leave the scene unscathed. I have a lot of questions. Are you- Is that the end? That's the end of the sentence. You can now speak. Does that mean he went to high school with Danny Rand? Probably. Or was Danny Rand the date of somebody? I don't know. I've not He's read it. He's from Kansas City. Only... This is. He was born in Kansas well, City. Okay, touche. So he went to the high. So what was that story that he would think that he was there? And he was like, "Uh oh, that's Iron Fist. I better uh, casually get out of this." Uh, this event and I uh, said, Oh gee, I've got to get up early tomorrow and left. And that's the story. What's the story there? It was like, he was probably in like a suit. Right. Grade was in a suit. They, it, they probably got torn up. He probably spanned around a few times. Uh, maybe on the dance floor. He was showing off too Ooh. much. And, uh, Danny Rand was like, Hmm, I wonder if that guy's whirlwind. And he was like, Oh, that guy thinks I'm whirlwind. And he got out of there. Yeah. Hmm. Like really unscathed just means he didn't get beat True. up. True, so it doesn't mean they didn't. He could have just he could have just saw the Iron Fist and be like, "Oh, yeah, leaving. exactly." But what story would that be? <laughs> I I don't know. I am Maybe you should track this down. Yeah, Iron Fist. L- look up, look up when Iron Fist and Warwood was in the same issue and read that issue. I, I am intrigued. When Baron Helmut Zemo was organizing his Masters of Evil, Warwood petitioned uh, petitions join. But Zemo, hearing how he was a deficit, a deficit to the previous masters, assigned him to the task of detaining Captain America instead of joining the main force. Uh. Yes. So he didn't join the main mm. force. He was just hired as a henchman instead of being a named what member. if it was like to prove himself? Hmm. Well, no, Zemo was just like, I don't want you to be on my team, so, but I'll, you know, get Captain I'll America. I'll let you get Captain America. Gee. Thanks. Yeah. Um, they, and they were going to take over Avengers Mansion, the main force. He realized he realized the slight, but was determined to prove his worth to the group. So he contacted the Tinkerer once more. Here and, we go. Uh, I mean, and he got some weaponry. Smart. So wrist-mounted saw blades, though, which you see. Then he joined forces with the Trapster, who also better wanted to better his reputation. And both of them set to set a road trap for Captain America. Unfortunately, Captain America outsmarted them, and they're both taken into custody. Um, he escaped shortly after and traveled to San Francisco to rendezvous with Tiger Shark, who learned about technology located there. And Tiger Shark, a whirlwind, were apprehended by Tiger, Hellcat, and Henry Pym. That's a that's, a, that's, a, to that's a tough group to be apprehended by. I got to be honest with you. You know Not what? Not good stories in jail. <sighs> I, I I like Tigra. I like Hellcat. Pim could just shove it, shove himself up his own butt. <laughs> but like, not a great, not a great group of people to get. No, by. I mean, it's and I'm just going by reputation. You know, I mean, yeah, Hellcat's okay, but it's just these—they're not the cool people to be arrested by. Like, like I'm Captain America. You're just like, yeah, I went toe to toe Captain America. Sure, I you lost. You can tell that story till the day you die. Absolutely. Or, or like, or like to the Avengers. Be like, yeah, I fought with the Avengers and held out for quite yeah. a while. No, Tigra, Giant Man, and Hellcat is no, not even Giant Man at this time. Oh, like he was probably he was probably the scientific adventurer <sighs> at this That's time. That's even sadder. Whirlwind, what happened to you, buddy? You were doing so well. Is that it was that oh. reunion? He was never the same. Yeah. So he's six one, weighs two twenty, has blue eyes, brown mm-hmm. hair. Um, he has superhuman strength, uh, so he can lift about a thousand pounds, but he can leg press about two thousand pounds. Okay. Well, yeah, the legs would like, make sense because uh, that's how he does yeah. most of his spinning. Sure. Yeah. Um, he's immunability, so he can re- rotate his body at a lengthwise axis <laughs> at superhuman speed. I like that they're specific. 
Well, like, no, honestly, it, that does that. You do have to specify. Yeah, no, that. I. That's what I love about the handbook. They, they get to this kind of ridiculous detail. Because if he could do, if he could do horizontal axis, then he can make like he can do like flash stuff. The human cartwheel. Or he could like spin his arms really quickly and make like like vacuums and stuff with uh, it. Yeah, sure, I've seen that. But no. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You mean on every other thing the Flash does? Yes. When he's exactly. not running Exactly, when he has to put on fire, like, every <laughs> single time. Yeah. Or fly, sometimes when he needs to, like, float onto something. Yep, and spin my arms, and woo! Yeah. And when he's not running in and out of time and dimensions and screwing up the entire DC universe. <laughs> yeah, he can spin about 50 miles an hour in a straight line for 30 minutes without oh. tiring. Okay. That's, That's pretty, pretty good. good. I gotta admit, that's pretty good. Yeah, he cannot be touched or caught while spinning because of all the angular momentum. Oh, see, he is unbeatable unless you get him to stop. Yeah. That's really the secret. So, oh, wow. Wow. I did not need to know this. <laughs> okay. All the fluids in his body appear to become thick as heavy oil, what? presumably as a result of his spinning. Wait, abilities. wait, wait. When he's spinning or all the time? All the time? That shouldn't work. Is that a secondary mutation? Because that should I not guess. work. He also taught him taught himself how to like fight while so, spinning so he can like focus the air currents into like a jet stream powerful enough to blast a hole through a brick wall. He can also make a massive windscreen to deflect matter. Um and he can create a small tornado capable of throwing cars and attackers. I'm going back to this thick the fluid thing. Okay, first off, no, no, I, no, no, no. That was literally put in as a as afterthought. I have legit, legit question that is that is comic <laughs> okay. book appropriate. Okay. Do you have to cut him really, really hard to make him bleed? I don't know. Hmm. hmm. Well, it's hard to it's hard to uh, you know. Touch him, because of all the angular momentum he's Plus, creating. Plus, I mean, he's got so many. Also, he can make a he's tornado. Got so many emis- he emotional a- issues. He's just he's just a hard guy to reach. He can he can make a tornado hard enough to, that's fast enough to throw a yeah, car. No, so like that's gonna that's gonna like legitimately just knock away a majority yeah, of people. No, even if they're super powerful. Yeah, uh, again, I I'm coming a little bit around on this guy. I'm like, I liked him. I, I liked him in the Astonishing Ant Man, but yeah, I'm like I don't more think I, I never read Astonishing. I read Irredeemable, Irredeemable, Irredeemable Ant Man. But uh, was that what it was? No, 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 no. It was the it was the Scott Lang moved down to Miami to be closer to his yeah, daughter. Yeah, see, I didn't read that one. Uh, also, he has like two saw blades that spin on his wrist, and then when he spins, it's just like, oh no! Oh, so they're already blade. spinning! Wow. They're all already spinning, so they're unbeatable. Going. That's great. Yeah, it's like all he has to do is flap his arms, and then like you know you get you get cut real bad. You would think, huh? Well, really, all you need is just a blade. You don't need to have like a motor on your wrist. You just need a blade. If he has super strength and he's pretty much untouchable, why does he have the dumb helmet? Probably so he can. Put out more like angular winds. I like no, I no, like but, your no prize no, thinking there, Jesse. Well, no, but like no. If you look at if you look at anything that makes a vortex, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like they tend to well, have those. Blades. They tend to have those yeah, blades, blades that are yeah. the blades that are angled. Well, that's fair. At a certain that's angle. fair. I so. just feel like his power is doing all the work already. He doesn't need a little extra boost. But eh, no, I get it. Okay. Well, and, and also like he can make a tornado, which means you'd have to. You'd have to probably, you know, push it out as far as possible. <laughs> I think it makes it just looks. It dumb. just looks dumb. That's that's really my only yeah. problem. That, that yeah, it looks dumb, but it makes sense. Yeah, and and like within comic book science, mm-hmm. it, it makes, makes total sense. sense within comic in a world where this person can talk to ants. Yes, and back in the day, he was actually just talking to them. It was not telepathic or pheromones or. He was just talking to them. I will pretty much. Die. All right. Well, it was a whirlwind of activity, Jesse. I'm winded just thinking about it. 
I've got to get a gust of energy to uh, do the plugs. I mean, you should just do them. I'm going to rock them like a hurricane. (laughs) I need to get you off this podcast as soon as possible. Please do the plugs. Oh, oh, Jesse. (sighs) You just fan me with love. I love it. Um, I'll do a plug. I deserve it after all these wonderful puns. Um, uh, I have a podcast that everyone should listen to. It's an audio drama comedy. Uh, They call them audio dramas when they're podcasts, even when they're comedies. Don't ask. Um, And it's called Parasitology. And you can find more about it at ohthehumanity.com. That's ohthehumanity.com. Um, and at Twitter at Parasitecology. You can download it wherever you find podcasts. And it's about a depressed human nerd um, and his new best friend, Cher, the alien fugitive parasite who lives in his brainstem. And uh, it's a really great little uh, story. Uh, each episode's about 30 minutes. It's 14 episodes in season one. And it's out now. So... Uh, I have some things that will be in the links. I just want to say that during the Amalgam Universe, he was combined with the Red Tornado to <laughs> The make Red Whirlwind? Was <laughs> the, it the Red Whirlwind? The, no, Crimson? No, Crimson Whirlwind. Okay, a little better. A little better. I do love Amalgam, he, though. I do. That's something we were definitely oh, going to cover. I, I want... The, uh, what's the, uh, the, the uh, super... Uh, the Captain America one? Which one is that? What's his name? Um... Super, Super Soldier. Soldier. Oh, it's so good. Dark Claw, The Adventures of Dark Claw, the uh, Bruce Tim one. Oh, sorry. I really like the first Amalgam issues. Even How the terrible ones. No, there's a, there's more than you think. But uh, like the no, Iron Lantern, which is so dumb, but I don't know why I love oh. it. And honestly, they, it makes sense because at that time, both uh, Tony Stark and Hal Jordan were basically the personification of white privilege. <laughs> it's very, very, very true. No, they're perfect characters to go together because they're kind of bland, especially at the time. You know, they're kind of bland and uh, they fit together nicely. Yeah, I, I love, I like that. That And not all of them were great, but I like the ideas. Storm as, as Wonder Woman? Oh, fantastic. Yeah, it's pretty yeah. good. Um, yeah, I don't feel like doing my plugs. Okay, well, then so, listen, bye-bye. look out for our new podcast. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. dude, listen to the ones we're That's doing That's right, together. Limited Theories, where we talk about Marvel and some other co- companies' comic books that uh, didn't last too long for one reason or another. And you can find us on Twitter, at Limited Theories, and also at Instagram, at Limited Theories. Bye! Bye! Bye.